0: Progressive Metal has a new team at its corner. Mark Anthony Rossi and John Patrick Robbins are music critics of a mighty but misunderstood rock genre. Walk with us into the Metal Future.
1: Hi folks, welcome back to Metal Future. It's always exciting to do this show and find some new topics to talk about. We got our co-host here, John Patrick Robbins. John, thank you very much for being with us.
0: Oh, it's good to be on the show, Mark. This Thanks. is going
1: to be episode ninety-nine. Yes, I know we're creeping towards a hundred, and I'm always excited about that. It's been a long journey this year to to get us to that to that point. And we're going to talk about metal bands, and, and not just metal bands. I'm, we're going to talk about some rock bands too, because I'm okay with that. On this particular subject, we got to have to go a little bit beyond metal, and that that's all right because some of these people. Are legends, so you know they deserve to be on there, and I'm okay with that. So we're gonna talk about some of the uh, the bands that retired, uh, the bands that are retiring. I had to actually add another category because there's literally a middle category in this thing. I can't believe it, but it's true. And then of course the bands that have unretired, and that'll be a fun <laughs> topic to talk about. We'll, we'll have some laughter and some mockery in that one. And too bad you're making a lot of money, you deserve a few jokes against you. Okay, now here we go here. Now we've had some some bands that that have retired and they really retired. They're not coming back. Okay, uh, a perfect example would be Rush, one of my favorites of all time. I know John likes them, but it they're not really in his his top ten bands, and that's that's fine. We we can't agree on everything over here. Okay, but Rush is retired mainly because there is a, a series of real tragedies that went on with the drummer that a lot of people. Uh, Unless you're fans, you might know about it. Some people who don't know about this, so I'll just elaborate really, really uh, quickly here. The the drummer, who, by the way, is is on almost everybody's drummer list for rock and roll. Either number one or number two. That's how incredible he is. I mean, I think uh, the Musician magazine had him like number one drummer for like 17 years in a row. I'm serious. Just him. Everybody else is just under him. I mean, he's just that incredible. Um... So they've been around over 40 years. I mean, they're one of the oldest of the of the rock bands. And they retired a few years back. In the 90s, um, Neil Peart, his daughter was killed in a hit-and-run accident. So obviously that's a devastating thing, you know. And then later on, that same year, his wife dies of cancer. So in one year, this man had a wife and a daughter. Suddenly he doesn't have it. So he took a few years off from the band just to sort of reevaluate himself he went out there i think he got a camper he just traveled around canada and america and just to get his thoughts together and and all that and god bless him that's not a serious it's not an easy thing to deal with that's some serious stuff there they came back uh later in the 90s they put out a couple more albums and then he had realized that as he was getting older You know he had gotten married and started building another family again and he wanted to spend more time with them but also he had noticed that he was having physical problems a lot of people they don't really consider the fact that unlike all the positions in a band the drummer is the most physical you start getting problems with your shoulder and your arms or even your back you're not doing too much more drumming unless you get it addressed and even then you know it could reoccur and so he started realizing that he was suffering from arthritis. Because he figured it was just just stress and just being older. But nope, he actually has arthritis. So they decided to uh, end the, the band's existence a few years back. They did a farewell toll for real. Not none of those baloney farewell tolls. We'll talk about those. And that was it for him. He's like, you know, I can't physically do this anymore. It, it's painful to go out there. He goes, I don't want to consider rock and roll in pain. Uh, it's the same thing. I, either I'm enjoying it or I'm not. So, uh, God bless Neil Peart, one of the greatest drummers that ever lived. Um, good luck with the new family, and it's great that you know you're no longer in pain. You, you can you know have a have a good life, and it's not like they need the money anymore. Okay, they're, they're doing just they're doing just fine. <laughs> so that's one of the yeah. bands that actually retired, and they're going to stay that way. Um, I heard that Getty Lee, the the bassist and the vocalist, and uh, Alex uh, Lifeson, the guitarist. They might want to do a few projects together here and there, but there's never gonna be a rush again. That's just never gonna happen because without Neil, there's no rush. They made that very clear.
0: Yeah, that's definitely a that's definitely a thing with those bands, you know, there's so many bands now that go out that uh are are still on the road and it's not even the original lineup or and sometimes I can't be helped, but then again, I don't know. I, I I'm kinda of funny about that. I, I, you know, when it comes to bands, I just think uh, you, 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 there's some that you just can't have a replace. Then it's almost like a cover band. It's not really like the you know. I don't know. I'm just funny about that. When it comes to seeing a band, I want to see the original lineup. Not that I haven't seen some that weren't fantastic with uh, different members, but that couldn't be helped. A lot of those members had passed away, so it's a little bit different than when oh well, half the band can't get along, so we'll just get a bunch of you know hired guns as they call them to go in and uh, yeah. fill. That's true.
1: (laughs) I got an email, and it wasn't really a a criticism. It was just a sort of a reminder from a Canadian person that said, "Hey, don't forget to remember to remind people that that Rush is from Canada." All right. So, all my (laughs) Canadian fans and and, and the listeners, okay, Rush is a Canadian band, okay. And oftentimes, when I'm talking about bands, I don't often mention the cultures or the nationalities, mainly because, to me, music is, is universal. But um, I I get the point that, you know, it'll all sound like all the bands are from America if I don't really point it out. So, you know, it's not a bad thing to say, and I'm not going to brush it off. So you got that. I'll I'll try to remember that when we talk about these bands so people don't freak out. I mean, when you hear us talk about the Rolling Stones, I mean, Jesus Christ, if you don't know they're from England, I don't know what the hell to tell you. But I can understand the Rush thing. So I'll I'll go with that point. And sorry, uh, my big old Canadian friends, okay?
0: Yeah. And I goes for bands that people don't want to claim, like Nickelback, because they're from Canada too. Yeah, so, and yeah.
1: you you might want to actually us not mention them. <laughs> okay, no doubt about it, because <laughs> they have to be one of the weakest and lamest bands that that ever existed. Okay, my two sons. Okay, they could bang on on a, on a tin can from from the coffee shop. Okay, and and sing songs that are more interesting than that band. Okay, so. Maybe maybe there's some things you won't want to claim. That would be one of them, okay?
0: All right? Yeah. There's probably a lot of places that wish they didn't have to claim certain bands, but yeah. <laughs> That's definitely one of them.
1: <laughs> exactly. And, and I I, I know uh, that uh, Alana Miles is from uh, Canada, and she had that one hit, uh, uh, Black Velvet. But hell, at least she's hot. So, I mean, you could go with that at least, you know?
0: Yeah. Wow. That, that's yeah. That, there you go. Finally. Now you're thinking like me. You know, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the band's like. Is the singer hot?
1: Well, she only had one song and and, and she's kind of mixed in what she can really do. So, I mean, at least she's hot in the video. So, I mean, you, you got something at least with that. You know, if you, can't, right. if you can't even be hot in the video, then forget about it. This, What's the point?
0: I know. That's what I think. That's the same way.
1: (laughs) But she hasn't retired. Um, I don't know if that's good or bad, actually. Somebody else will have to make that decision, okay? Now, (laughs) we got a few other bands over here that retired for real, all right? Mm. And and we'll mention those as well here. Um, One of the bands, and and this is is a funny note because it happens to be absolutely true. The Scorpions went on a two-year international tour. Now, when the Scorpions go on an international tour... That's not like three European countries, they went to New York and they hung out in Toronto and then wrapped it up with some coffee. No, these dudes actually went to everywhere, including South America. I'm serious. If if Antarctica could figure out how to put a stadium, they would have been over there too. I mean, they don't play when they say international. They did that. And when they were in an interview, they said, listen, man, this is really clear. We love the music. We love the touring. We love the fans. But every one of us are in the 70s. We're all grandfathers. (laughs) I mean, literally... You go. The touring is very rigorous on our bodies, and, and it is. A lot of people don't understand that. I mean, a lot of the fans, they get mad. They write, you know, they write the bands. Why aren't you out there? Blah 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 blah. Listen, folks. Okay, when you're 22 years old, you don't have crap. Okay, in a band. All right, you don't have a family. You don't have a marriage. You don't have an apartment with any real furniture or anything. There is nothing for you to miss. You don't mind going out there, living in hotels, drinking all the time, touring, sleeping with the fans, having some (laughs) dope festivals here and there, and and going doing it again for a couple more years. There's nothing for you to miss. That is your frigging life, okay? All right? (laughs) When you start getting 50, 60, 70 years old, well, guess what? You already had marriages. You have children. Some of you have grandchildren. Being holed up in some hotel and some city you already visited 98 times, there's nothing fun about that. You're no longer living a fantasy. You're missing people. You're missing a life. You're doing it for a paycheck, and then you're getting out there and you're hoping that you know your kidney doesn't fall out or your prostate's not left in the in the bathroom after you went. So I mean, it's not the same experience anymore. It's a painful, difficult experience. That's why a lot of these guys retire because literally, there's something. There's really nothing left for them other than a paycheck. And in some instances, like the scorpions. They go, we don't need the paycheck anymore. We could care less. We just want to do this, go out with a bang, and get the hell out. And that's what they did. We haven't heard from them since. Probably won't hear from them again. They're just not interested in doing any of that. So that, that one is right there. Do you know anything about the scorpions, or uh, have you ever seen them before?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> who wouldn't know about the scorpions? I mean, yeah, no. I'm, I'm just on here because I'm eye candy. But, um, no, <laughs> uh, you know, you that's know your current you know you're getting old when your roadie has to wheel you out there in a wheelchair so yeah it's 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 sometimes you look at these bands that they just keep going and and sometimes they have to some some do they're in you know but there is to me a good time to know when it's uh probably time to call it quits kind of like when a band says they're going on a a farewell tour excuse me there and, and you know, they're lip syncing all their hits, and they're, even their lip syncing is bad, you know, like Kiss. But anyways, oh, you Lord. know, <laughs> I mean, it's it's just ridiculous when it our comes next, to next Our so,
1: next episode, we're going to have a show about that because I'm beyond pissed off about that subject.
0: <laughs> yeah, pissed. that that's one, and, and, you know, I'm not going to, I don't want people to start attacking me. I don't want their army to start, you know, writing in, bludders or anything because like i was part of that group for a while you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but uh
1: I, I will kick their army in the ass okay all right will, i'll put them back in the salvation army okay because if you're dumb enough to go to the tour and you're dumb enough by all this this merchandise and these people are singing yeah. off a freaking track in the background you, you you're a moron period
0: yeah, it's 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 a it's a sad situation when you see stuff like that. But no, like bands like the Scorpions, who are just really what you consider a road dog. They just they've been everywhere. They played for so long. You know, you got to give them their credit and and their due. And and at least they, you know, that's another thing is when people say they're going to step away, actually stepping away. But then again, it's also hard to do. I mean, look how many people have said they oh, this is it. This is the last tour. And Ozzy was notorious for that. And you know, the farewell, a farewell tour will last like you know, seven years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we're gonna you definitely know.
1: talk about it on that on this on that show, and definitely him. So yeah. don't even worry about that. The next band over here that's retired literally just a couple weeks ago,
0: mm-hmm.
1: thirty-seven years. God bless them. Slayer have retired, and God. they're, they're going to stay retired. The the singer Tom uh, 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 Ayaya, um he's having serious neck issues i mean he's had a number of surgeries and he's just like i can have a regular normal life if i'm not out there touring doing all this stuff because otherwise i just keep re-injuring, re-injuring it and there's only some you can have left before i'm gonna have major health issues so yeah his neck has put him out uh slayer doesn't want to have another singer they're not interested in doing it they'd rather just go out with a bang and that's exactly what they did
0: yeah, and like I said, you have to admire people that do that, you know, because I mean that is when you take away the voice of the band, I mean that's that's a signature thing and not that the other musicians do not matter, of course they do. You know, when it comes to legends and stuff like that, of course they do. But it is it is admirable when they will step away instead of just, Okay, well you're gone. <laughs> Let's go get somebody else and fill in the spot and you know, no, I mean yeah, I, well, you know, music, especially in that in that genre in particular, when you look at Slayer, how that you know would really ultra heavy metal, you're not going to last forever on that, and yet they went a long, long time.
1: They might be one of the oldest of that type of that type of music,
0: especially that heavy, mm-hmm. and it's like it's 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 really admirable, but. Yeah, the, the effects from that, the headbang. if you look at the videos way, way back when they were starting out, I mean, they were, you know, they were definitely, that is an ultra-heavy band. I mean, everybody knows Slayer. That's right? so all you have to do is say the name and everybody knows who it is. So, you know, you got to admire people that will just all walk away instead of... Uh, just keep on to make a paycheck, you know. Yeah, I
1: wish them the best, and and God, God bless them. Even though they wrote about dark things, they probably don't like me saying God bless them. But too bad, God bless them. <laughs> now we we got some we got some uh, some old type singers and some old people, and not necessarily marital, but they retired mm-hmm. for for serious issues that they're probably not going to return on. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, the old classic uh, lady Joan Baez, everybody remembers her. Uh, she was having so many vocal problems in concerts that she said "The hell with it. And she retired. She's like, I can't deal with this anymore. I'm not going to go around having surgeries every other day. I don't think that it's worth it. So she retired. So God bless her. That's a real classic lady right there. Uh, Bob Seger is actually retired as of now. Um, he won't actually publicly say why his health he's having health issues, but he won't say what they are. So he's pretty much, he's pretty much done. Um, uh kenny rogers another one i think he had a couple cancer surgeries but he won't specify but he's done now and you not going to see these guys come back um not to make any jokes because this is a band full of tragedy and you just have to have a lot of admiration for them but leonard skinner they're done you know between the plane crash killing like half the band and then all kinds of various strokes and heart attacks and rehabilitation this that and whatever i mean I'm honestly not sure. Without even making a joke, I'm not even sure how many of the original band members actually left when they retired. I think it's like one or two, maybe.
0: It's yeah, it's about two because I'm southern. We kind of have to know these things. Yeah, it's two. It was supposed to be yeah, it was supposed to be a rule of three originally in the band. They had an agreement that had to be three original members. And then I think after Billy Powell had passed, uh, you were you know I left with two and. well, I don't know because I, that is a little bit. Uh, I think now only the only true original member was Gary is Gary Rossington. So, yeah, and and that, I'm pretty sure I'm accurate on that. So, yeah, yeah. I,
1: I think I think you are because I think there's only like two left. I just don't know their names because you know I'm from mm-hmm. the north. So whenever we heard that band, we're like, <laughs> "Hey, man, it's them and Molly Hatchet." That's about it, man. Those pretty cool guys. That was about all I knew. Them and Molly Hatchet. That was it. <laughs> You know, because that's all the radio would ever play you know, of any Southern rock. You really didn't hear a whole lot of that. All right. Um, Neil yeah. Neil Diamond, a lot of health issues. He decided to retire. Yeah. Uh, for a long time, people used to make fun of this guy, being that he was kind of old and corny. But, you know, the truth about Neil Diamond is he always had a solid, classy voice. And the dude wrote his own songs. So you, mm-hmm. you got to give him a lot of credit. And not to mention that, you know, he wasn't a people just like busting out a show, you know, tune and then put on a radio and sitting back. I mean, that guy toured the hell out of everything. Mm-hmm. It made the Scorpions look like they were standing still. Yeah. I mean, there was and one point where he actually toured six years in a row without <laughs> stopping.
0: <laughs> well, and he, he always drew and he always sold out. It was not really uncommon when he came down to uh, – uh, it was Norfolk, Virginia in particular. Uh, he came down and they had to book a second show just because all the people couldn't get tickets. I mean, his fans are – talk about loyal you know yeah <laughs> i mean got those glitter shirts and drives you, them crazy i
1: guess so i mean he he, <laughs> he tapped into um the older crowd just as well as the younger crowd which is not easy to do it's hard yeah. to get somebody on your in your concert that are all these different ages and then all these different genders i mean the guy just get all kinds of people there and that's mm-hmm. what really made him special is his music was able to communicate we talk about in writing mm-hmm. all the time how it's important to make a connection, no matter who you are, what type of style you're doing, whatever. It's the same thing for music, I feel. Neil Diamond, corny as he might have been at times, he was able to connect, and that's what made him such an incredible artist and and Mm -hmm. such a big success. So God bless him, and and, and a big salute to to (laughs) Neil Diamond. Um, Unfortunately, uh, we got some some horrible news here, and that would be... um, uh, What was it? Elton John. Um, He... he, um, He's having a lot of issues with balance, and and, um, and something to do with uh, with his with his brain, and 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 having an issue with probably just because of all the sitting he did, and all the really crazy theatrics he did, and of course his much more advanced age. So he's on a retirement tour right now, and I definitely believe that that's going to be it for that guy because. I mean, I think he's already fell off the stage like four or five times. And each time, it's a serious yeah. injury. He said, listen, I'm, I'm really afraid of one of these days I'm going to fall off and die. And I don't blame him. He's got kids. You know, the guy's married. And uh, he wants to stick around for them. Because what's the point of being rich if you're dead? You know, so he yeah. understands that. And, and this is the guy that did a lot of innovation. This is the guy that really did a lot of songs that were, I feel very rock and roll. And, and you can't be any more flamboyant than Elton John was back in the day. And he was able to live through all those drugs and the AIDS crisis and all that stuff and, and really get through it all and still be around. It would be a crappy thing for the guy to, to, to die of having his neck broken after living through everything else. So um, let's hope for him to continue to stay healthy and safe and, you know, go out, yeah. with, go out with some real class. And that's what I think he's going to do.
0: Yeah, you see so many of these bands that do have that does happen. Uh, Steven Tyler is another one that's full off the stage and ate it. Quite a few, quite a few have. I mean, it happens to younger performers as well, and it's you know it is you're elevated, so it hurts. I don't care what age you are, but uh, not to make fun of them, but yeah, it, it's it, it's just not an easy lifestyle. People may think it is, but it's it's far from an easy existence. But you know, then there's some bands that that don't. Literally, you know, they get off the road, and you know, like it was like Lemmy was fighting cancer, and you know, he was on tour, and that last tour, he was just struggling. I mean, it was amazing that he got through it, and then went home, and you know, then passed. And and it's just, yep. I don't know. Some people are just cut from a different; they're like made of steel or something. He's definitely one of them, and you know, always had to, you know. Uh,
1: until we, <laughs> until we get to biography of Lemmy, we mm. won't we won't know for sure. But I've always suspected that he probably found out during the tour that the cancer was to the point where it really wouldn't matter. And I think he just wanted to finish the tour and and, and, and get his affairs in order. I I think that's all he really did because if he had a chance, he he would have cut the tour and went back to get something done. I, I think he was at a stage where it really wouldn't matter. So he figured, let me go out with some damn glory over here, and that's what he did.
0: Yeah, well, he was. Um, they, 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 he, they knew and everything. I mean, it, there's a lot of reports. In fact, he was getting ready. It was funny. It well, not funny, but that's a bad choice of words. But the day that he, they, Van hey had passed, I mean, they were getting ready to do what would have been really the final interview with Eddie Trunk was being set up, and uh, yeah, so like he, they, he knew what was going on. I mean, you could tell, but he hadn't really said much to the fans but you could just look at him and tell, I mean, you know, it's, it's not a pretty sight, but he, you know, he was a very strong, strong person. So kept on going. So, you know, another one that
1: retired very, very recently, and we just won't see this man again is Paul Simon. Now Mm -hmm. he's always been a controversial figure, but also he's a songwriter. He's a, he's a really good singer. And, and I, I agree with his assessment. You know, I, I start forgetting my lyrics and uh, I remember that I got a wife who's hot and 30 years younger than I am. What the hell am I doing this crap anymore for? Her? That's pretty much what he said in the interview. He's he's damn right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's one way of looking at it. I mean, it, it doesn't suck to be him. So yeah, <laughs> go home and enjoy your life instead yeah, of be enjoy you know. your life,
1: enjoy your wife, and just you know you don't need to do this crap anymore. So yeah. that's pretty much what he said, and that's pretty much what he did. So. Mm. He is done, but this is also a man that, um, you know, he made his mark historically in in music, and mm. and people are not going to forget that guy.
0: No, he, yeah, it, it, it's like so I have to say the name. Everybody knows who you are. That, that's when you know you've <laughs> That's when you know you're famous. If everybody absolutely knows who you are, whether they like you or dislike you, that's when you've done. So you know you've left a legacy. Your music's always there. You know you can't really say any more than that. Now,
1: we got people here in the middle category, and it's the category that I, should, I ought to punctuate it with uh, supposedly retiring, okay? Cause, mm-hmm. I mean, quite frankly, if you've been uh, on a retirement farewell tour for like more than five years, i got to be skeptical, okay? And so does everybody else. Uh, Ozzy yeah. is a perfect example of that. Now, Ozzy, I love you. Ozzy, you, you definitely uh, made your historical mark. Uh, we all know who you are, Ozzy, and we, we think you're great. But, I mean, literally, between the, the rehabs, the relapses, uh, the falling down, which he's done as well, uh, unfortunately, okay? He's, yeah. like, he's like the Elton John of metal on falling the hell down, okay? And, <laughs> I mean, really. And, and, of course, a lot of other different help scares he's had. Not to mention his wife's already dealt with cancer like twice already. And, God Almighty, that's a tough lady right there. Mm. Um, yeah, he, he said he's on a retirement tour and in two years will be done, but, hey. You know, you ought to consider it a little bit sooner. I mean, what the hell? You're dealing with a son who has a terrible disease as well. Dealing with some sort of a, you know, type of Alzheimer's or something over there. And then your wife got cancer twice. You dealt with all kinds of stuff. I mean, other than your daughter, everybody in your family's sick. So I mean, what the hell do you have to prove? Black Sabbath is done with already. You don't need to do any more solo albums. We got the point. I mean, God bless. But um, you ought to you ought to wrap that up and try to enjoy whatever left you have of your life, you know.
0: Well, I mean, Ozzy's had had some not, not you know some recent health problems and everything else, but he's just he's another one that I don't know what they're made out of. It's pretty it's bad when they literally want to study your blood because they don't even know why you're still walking around. But um, yeah, yeah. Be calling
1: Keith Richards next. Yep.
0: Oh, yeah, well, yeah, Keith Richards, what, finally quit drinking? It's like, I don't think that's really going uh... <laughs> to make a difference. Uh, oh. Like, how much longer is he on? No, he'll be around, like, you know, like they always say, you know, nuclear fallout. The only thing to be left is cockroaches and Keith Richards. You know, it's. <laughs> I, think, I think that's true. <laughs> well, probably. Well, somebody's got to, you know, for glowing people, somebody has to play a concert. So there you go. But uh, no, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's another one, the Rolling Stones. I mean. Some people can just keep going. I don't really know how they do it, but then again, it's not like you know they're not. It's not exactly like you're playing Slayer, like where you're playing a much heavier form of music, and it, you know. But still, they keep going, and I, and I love the Stone. So, <laughs> so you know, I'm, I don't know how some people do it. Other people don't. It's just amazing. Of course, then again, Mick always took care of himself. So. You know, to a degree, he didn't look like it, but he actually was very conscious, more so than Keith.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, which is really <laughs> weird because they, they're really are contrast. Here's yeah. a here's a man, Keith, who has put everything in his veins, including antifreeze, and he's still around. And then you got mm-hmm. then you got Mick Jagger, who's actually a health nut, exercises, mm-hmm. vegetarian, yep. does all this weird shit, mainlines vitamins. Actually, the guy said in an in interview, and, and he's just as healthier. I mean, I mean, I mean, those are some big ass lips. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, and he's a wrinkled dude at this point. But hey, you know, he's almost eighty. What do you expect? And and so it's really weird how two mm-hmm. different people with two different lifestyles and they're still around doing their thing. So you know, salute to I both know. of them.
0: I know it's amazing. That's why I obviously follow the health nuts uh, lifestyle. But um, yeah. <laughs> so no I, yeah Keith is a uh, Keith <laughs> the Rolling Stones are are awesome I've always loved the Stones and I mean they're just you know and obviously people will keep lining up to see them uh perform so I don't think they're going to be stopping anytime soon you know and that was the whole joke when Mick said well, he didn't want to be in his uh at the time when he was really young he didn't want to be in his like 50s going out and playing or whatever it was I'm going to misquote it but you want to be playing satisfaction and then, you know, um, well, anyways, be careful what you say to the it press. It'll bite you in the ass, so to it, speak. It, it, it will,
1: but I I understand why sometimes they feel that way. You, you remember back in those days, uh, <laughs> people didn't live as long when, mm-hmm. when Rolling Stones had started out. And it was all kinds of health crises, even when you became 40 and 50. And now, so many years later, it's entirely possible, as we've seen here, that people can live longer, and they can be healthier, and they can do stuff. So I think when you're 20-something years old back in 1962, you're not thinking about being on the stage at 50 because you figure you're in the rest home at that point, not realizing that, hell, 50, these days, you're just starting to kick some ass.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it, it is amazing that, that how many bands now, and, and what you think would never be around, and you look at them, and they're, they're still out there. You know, I don't... I don't really thought many people thought Guns N' Roses would keep going, necessarily. But, you know, they weren't known for their really healthy lifestyle. But, oh, no. <laughs> but you know, and I love Guns N' Roses, so I don't want to hear any mess about that. But it's, you know. It, yeah, but that,
1: that was a rough band. I mean, they really lived the lifestyle that they talked yeah. about in the songs. I mean, they, they wasn't joking. It wasn't just some rock and roll songs. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you go backstage and, and and you see this giant box and... As a mm-hmm. fan, you're like, "Yo, man, is that where you put your marshals at?" No, no, no. That's just the that's just the cocaine. The marshals are behind it. I mean, that's how much crap these guys are <laughs> doing. talking band. <laughs> oh my god, they, wasn't, they weren't playing around. I mean, Slash yeah. had to go into rehab so many damn times. He actually knew the people like that was, that was dealing with it. He went to their weddings. He was like, "Yeah, this is my rehab counselor for the fifth time. I'm just gonna go to the uh, wedding." You know, hey, how you doing? Yeah.
0: When you party so hard, you go got to have a pacemaker. I mean, hes he, it's amazing he is around, um, and he finally, you know, drinking was definitely in it. I mean, he's done pretty much everything. He's another one that it's just, uh, but I, honestly, one of my f- absolute favorite guitarists, one of my absolute favorite bands. So. He's, straight, he's they, so
1: sober now. He doesn't play around, because I heard him in an interview, and he, he sounded as great yeah. as he could sound. He, he just sounded perfect.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, he he did get clean and everything, so he's, you know, that's... That's amazing, but it <laughs> shows you sometimes when you think, oh, yeah, that one won't be around, and yeah, no, you can't. You can't tell now. You really can't, and and going out and touring and everything else, they may not be doing new music necessarily, but they do uh, they do tour, but, you know, all that right. has to be enjoyable. <laughs>
1: Let's go on to this next category over here, and uh, this is the one where we're going to have lots of jokes about because, mm-hmm. well, that's all you can do, really. Um, the unretirement tours, okay? Now – Everybody really believed back in, the, uh was it, five years ago, that Motley Crue was going to retire, okay? I mm-hmm. mean, uh, Vince Neil looked like the, the Pillsbury Doughboy with metal studs on, okay? <laughs> I mean, Tommy Lee was actually drumming like he was bored. I mean, I think he yawned one time when he was playing the song as he was drumming, okay? Mm. And, 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 of course, uh, Nikki Sixx, he, he's just like, yeah, whatever, man. You know, and the only one that seemed like he really gave a shit was, uh, was uh, Mick Mars the, the guitarist, all right? So they retired. That was it, supposedly. Then mm. about a, uh, about a year ago, they put this whole damn documentary video thing about them, and it explodes. It becomes a lot more popular than they thought. So now they're like, "We're gonna unretire. We're coming back, and we're gonna go out there with poison." Who, by the way, has never retired? Now, no, a lot of no. people are upset about this because they supposedly had signed an agreement saying that wasn't gonna tour anymore. Whatever the hell that's supposed to mean, because I don't know how the hell you can sign an agreement. Who's going to stick with that? You know, you know that makes no sense. But that's what they said they did. I don't know. It sounds like one of those gimmicks. It sounds also to me like, you know, uh, the the video uh, documentary did well. It brought back interest in them. And, you know, I always do it in many ways they were a bit of an underrated band because they had a lot of good songs. They, their guitarist was solid. Um, Tommy Lee, he's up there in the top five dr- drummers uh, in terms of rock and roll. Anytime you ever see a list, Tommy Lee is on that list because he is a damn good drummer. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's all debatable how good of a vocalist Vince Neil ever was. I, I don't make fun of him, but, you know, I'm not putting him up there, you know, on the big list, okay? It's just, for me, <laughs> that's not going to work, all right? And, you know, Nikki Sixx, he wrote the songs. I mean, as a bass player, I will yawn, okay, because whatever, all right? But um, we got to keep something in mind. There are mm-hmm. bands, and we'll talk about this next band that does this sort of thing, but there are bands, and Motley Crue is, is likely one of those, where when you say they're coming back just for the money that happens to be the truth but it's not the same way you think because a lot of times fans have forgotten that there are really no more albums being sold it's all streaming now so all the world he's, these bands used to get for all these years that stuff's starting to dry up if they mm. didn't save their money for the future or they didn't invest and they didn't do things wisely with them <laughs> they don't have much money left that touring is the only way they're going to get any real money to do anything and maybe that that's a last chance for them to have some security you know into their real retirement so that that's a that's a real factor especially for motley crew which was actually one of those bands that did lots of platinum business in terms of albums those damn things don't exist anymore you're not getting that money and a lot of people don't realize that that streaming um even if it's directly from the band's record label or even if it's just from Spotify or, or, or iTunes or something like that. I mean, you're getting penny, yeah. you're getting pennies on that stuff. Okay, they can sell yeah. they can sell millions of dollars of you, and, and you're getting like a ten thousand dollar check, not lots of money to do anything with. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's that's something we have to consider before we make fun of them. But I'm still making fun of them. Don't get me wrong. But I want to talk to facts first at least, so I'll be fair. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then also, you got to keep in mind too that uh, for a lot of these bands. They can't even make any real money unless they're connecting with other bands that want to deal with them. Because we don't live in the world anymore where Motley Crue comes out of retirement and opens a studio and everybody goes. That won't happen. If they're not with a, a, a band or two making it in the package deal, no one's going to go see them. And mm-hmm. they know that. That's just the way the world is working these days. So that is also another thing, too. If you're going mm-hmm. to write on some publicity from your from your documentary, cool. God bless. But in the end, you're still going to be connecting uh, with a couple other bands just to be able to do something. Yeah. And this is pretty much what we're doing over there, and you got you got to definitely uh, keep that in mind. Uh-huh. Um, it's not a rumor, so this happens to be the truth. Uh, Vince Neil had grown so big, okay? I mean, the guy's <laughs> like 5'4", and he's like 260 pounds. That, that's just not going to work. I, I don't cool care. Enough. If you're not a musician, that's not going to work. That's unhealthy. You're asking just to pass out one day at the Burger King and never, and never wake up. So mm. he's going to get one of those stomachs uh, like tucking things and he's going to he needs to lose about like about 80, uh, 80 or 90 pounds or something like that. So he's literally going under the surgery to lose weight so that he could be in the fighting shape to go on the tour, because if he doesn't do that, he's not going to make it. The guy will literally die on the tour. And I don't want that for the guy. OK, don't get me wrong, you know, but um, that's that's literally how serious these guys are taking this 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 unretirement coming back to him. Mm-hmm. I know they're not the, the world's greatest band for you, so I can't wait to hear what you had to say about them.
0: Oh, no. I mean, I, I yeah. I mean, well, they're a, a party band, so, I mean, like that didn't influence me growing up. Um, <laughs> you, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, well, the, the movie in particular, one that they released on Netflix, that was The Dirt, once it's based off the book, um, once it's a really incredible book. Yeah. Um, was really done well it 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 was fun, i mean was it factual uh yeah, not really, but what <laughs> movie is um there you know the, I don't know, I don't dislike molly crew at all i I really don't you know I, it's just i don't really think either way like but the thing is like you've seen a lot of bands come back now that uh yeah the, the it cost a fortune a uh, great example the black crows are coming back. Um, uh, the Black Crows, uh, what Rage Against the Machine did a show. I don't really think those guys; those guys don't even get along. So I don't, <laughs> I, don't I don't see them really yeah. making, you know, going crazy about. It. Maybe they will though. You never know. They might want to
1: change their name to Rage Against Ourselves. You know?
0: Yeah. Well, the you know the lead singer and they just they you know they don't. They really creative guys, but a lot of times you don't get along. And thing is, people don't get when you're in a group. You're just thrown together, and maybe you kind of get along, and then all of a sudden you're thrown together twenty four seven. And then yeah, that's it's not going to work. But as far, as far as like you know, Motley Crew coming back, and Vince being a little, you know, of course Mick, uh, you know, of course extraordinarily sick, and um, it, it's just. it's i don't know you see these people that it's like you you think well it's just for money because it is a lot of times and because then again everything has changed i'm not a really huge fan of the streaming services i was a dj i had to go out and buy all my albums now you know you now you just uh, sign up for one streaming service and you have more than you know where i had to go buy everything and you know, they they do kind of they mess over the the artist, and I, it's just kind of getting ridiculous. But yeah, there's a lot of people coming out of uh, retirement. The Black Crows, like I mentioned them, um, once I was a fan of, and um, still am. But uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> as far as like Motley Crue, yeah, I, I I put it this way, you know if if I got if I got free tickets, I might go. <laughs> you know i mean it's nothing against them i just don't you know they were a great live band at 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 one time but then there becomes a point when you know like anything your vocal cords are going to wear out and you you think and you see them up there and even though like i and i do because i grew up with that stuff so of course it has that great nostalgia feel but I think, yeah, like, wouldn't you know? What the hell are you doing? You got
1: me, man. I saw them in Germany in '86 uh, when um, mm-hmm. they were on the Theater of, of Pain tour, and they were in mm-hmm. the prime, and, and they were fantastic. Yeah, and and, and that's it. I, I'm happy to go out with that, and that's it. I wouldn't want to go see them again, no matter what they're doing, because I already saw them doing doing great work. And, you know, and quite frankly, if all this. Um, uh, Crap about, you know, they're partying, they're doing this and they're doing mm. that. I mean, I I found them, when I'd seen them in Germany, to be on the mark, on time, were not drunk, very professional, did a couple of encores as well, super great yeah. with the German audience, and then they went out and partied. Exactly what a band should do, that's what those guys did. So I, I salute them back in the day. I mean, they were fabulous, and whatever I spent for that concert, it, it was damn worth it. Yeah,
0: yeah. They they were awesome. I mean, I really liked them. You know, it's just that was just part of the thing. I love rock and roll, whatever genre genre you want to put it in. And so yeah, actually yeah, I dug them. But yeah, now you just kind of look at it and you think, God, you know. But then again, there's the thing. It's just like we were talking about. You know. How some of these artists get younger fans. Well, their parents brought them to the shows. They were listening to it. They were playing that music. So that's how it continues. It gets passed on. That's the great thing about music is it might be old hat to you, but you some kid hears a song and the first time they hear it, it's still that magic of whenever you hear something that's brand new that just catches you. you know that's the beauty of music, really. So I understand why they go out. You know, it's, you know, of course it's money, but, you know, sometimes you want to, you know, but literally you got to be kind of scared when you're getting so old that, you know, you're, you're playing kickstart my heart and you got to, you know, you have to worry about, it. you're probably going to have to literally get the paddles out to restart it, you know? So it's like,
1: <laughs> no, no doubt. I mean, uh, Nikki Sixx has had, has more problems with, with, with drugs uh, over the last 30 years than than almost anybody in rock and roll.
0: Yeah. He's definitely a hardcore guy. He's not a, that wasn't a joke. They weren't yeah you know there was a joke about a lot of people would pick on them, but they were they were tough legitimately tough guys they weren't you know they might doing something that kind of when they were dressing more in the glam once I really didn't wasn't a big fan of that. I liked it more when they came out later and you know they were doing the girls, girls, girls thing, and, you know, dressing more like regular, like bikers than necessarily, you know, like uh, some guy that, yeah. yeah, just ran through a la- lingerie shop or something, <laughs> so, no, yeah, that I, wouldn't uh, quite my Yeah, thing. I remember Duran Duran, man, that did Nick Rhodes, the keyboard player, he's like,
1: yeah, me and my girlfriend, we exchanged rudes and stuff, I'm like, what? <laughs> what the hell?
0: What a relationship. Yeah,
1: holy moly. <laughs> Really, <laughs> What he said in the interview, I'm like, I don't know, maybe this is not the band for me. I mean, I always liked their songwriting, and I always thought that Simon Le Bon was a hell of a, a singer for that type of group. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, I was like, man, yeah. that, that's barely enough for me now. I'm going to go back. To well, I'm going to go back to Slayer. Peace out.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that, that they were huge. There was a lot of the groups that you listen to now. I mean, of course, when you're when you're, you when you're younger or, or you know, uh, you were too cool for school to listen to certain things. Now you're like, wow, that was really great. I don't know if it's nostalgia or whatever, but there no, was a lot some, of all sometimes, them. sometimes
1: you rediscover something. I'll give you an example. I remember growing up. And I friggin' hated the Bee Gees, okay? I hated them so much that when people would oh. play them, not only would I mock the band, I'd actually try to physically assault the people listening to them. Because I'm <laughs> figuring, you know, you've got to be a, title, a total wimp to listen to this garbage, so come over here so I can beat you up, okay? That's how much I disliked them. I got older, and I'm like, holy shit, those guys could really sing, and, and, and that's a pretty good song structure, too. So, they were fantastic, yeah, wow. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, they really are pretty good. But I didn't discover them Bee Gees until uh-huh. maybe about... Thirty-five or forty years later. I mean, literally. That's 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 pretty much what happened to me. So, anybody who's listening, who I uh, attempted to beat up or did beat up because of the BG's, mm-hmm. I'm sorry about that.
0: Yeah, no, I uh, I, th- there's not too many bands. I was just really, I've I've always been a music, just complete nut. But um, yeah, no, there's not too many bands like that. There were a few growing. Growing up that, yeah, you thought ah, a little bit strange, you know, and then now, yeah, you just you recognize how great they were. It's just they were just odd or whatever. But, yeah, I can understand that. But you know, there's so many bands now that are, are just coming back uh, for the nostalgia thing or, you know, and now they can't. Like you said, they, they have to do package shows. But then you think about how much concert tickets cost. Like, it's, it's crazy. Like, it's I know so, it,
1: it's so much to put together these shows. The expenses are, are so enormous. They, they, they yeah. have to. I mean, I, I was told that Even Kiss, who we'll talk about next on the uh, retirement, <laughs> unretirement tour thing. Okay, Even Kiss, one of the biggest names in rock and roll. Uh, Gene Simmons went in, in, mm-hmm. in an interview and he said, Man, just to hit 10 cities, okay? Just to hit 10 cities, all right? And, and the biggest concerts. If we don't have two other acts with us, they want us to, to bond $100 million. So, what that means is that if our tour is not making more than $100 million, we got to pay them back. And he's like, um, I'm not doing that. So, that's how serious it's become.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the, the the glory days of rock and roll, even music. Music's really not, in my opinion, in a great state as far as a business goes. Music's always fantastic. I love music, but it's a business. No, not the way that we used to see bands that you would go out and you'd see huge shows and huge, you know, really big package tours and. Yeah, now you know. Of course, festivals are a good way to go. I, I do like festivals where you can go pay one price, see a bunch, because that makes sense yeah. that you're paying a lot of money, that's you can why see I like a bunch Monster of bands.
1: Rock back in Europe, I used to do that for that very same reason. I got one price uh, and uh, I could see five or six, seven bands. Hell yeah!
0: Yeah, yeah. That that's that's those where I can remember because they used to always feature those on a uh, um, MTV and stuff like that. Once everybody knows how much I love to talk about that network, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Which doesn't exist. It kind of went out of business a long time. When they started doing reality shows, that's when I was like, okay. <laughs>
1: well, from from a, from a marketing standpoint, I don't really blame them because I think they knew, they knew the writing was on the wall that you could not continue mm-hmm. to do for twenty, thirty years videos from bands, and somehow you're gonna you're gonna still become a viable network. I think they knew mm-hmm. they had to evolve into something else. I just made sure I never evolved with them because I wasn't into that other crap. I just wanted to do the videos, but I understand business wise why they had to do it. Yeah
0: oh yeah i understand and to me youtube replaced it youtube is great because you can just pick whatever you want so because i'm still a i just love videos yeah, i love yeah i remember watching the headbangers ball you stayed up for it it was awesome it was a party it really was the kids wouldn't get it now because they tried to bring back reincarnations that just in my opinion sucked I, but it, it, I, you know. I
1: remember man it's so funny because uh, i was living in arizona when um when Rob Halford came out as being gay and he wound up being the, the grand marshal of the gay parade in Phoenix. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. And, yeah.
1: and and when he came out and then later on, a few years later, YouTube started really blowing up. Right. And then when I looked at the old videos of, of them in concert, but also some of the <laughs> old videos of just, you know, some of the earlier ones they did for the, for their singles, I'm yeah. looking at it going, how the hell did I miss that Rob Halford was gay? This dude is so gay and so full of leather and <laughs> holy moly. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. I mean, God bless him, because no one says you can't be gay and do heavy metal. He got proves um, it. I mean, great Rod Hoffer would probably beat the hell out of you. I mean, so there's no joke there. And and he's definitely one of the gods of metal. But I'm like, mm-hmm. it's funny how we all missed
0: that. <laughs> no, and that's what's funny. The kids now look at it like, how would you not? You didn't. You didn't question. Never. It just wasn't a thing. And the thing is... You know, there was a boundary. Nowadays, people just think they have to know everything. What business is ours anyways? And it's not. what they, As long as what they're doing is they're not endangering people or, or doing something. Like, who cares? You know, and that was my thing. Like, I don't really think anybody even questioned. They just didn't care because the music was incredible. I mean, I was a big Judas Priest fan. So, you know, <laughs> I wasn't like so crazy. I tried to dress like them or anything. But, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, they were definitely uh, one of the one of the bachelor classic bands they are still around yeah. they have not retired they haven't even mentioned retiring and that's great although uh there's a the big controversy with them still and we'll talk about some controversies on the next show but one of the things that judith priest is still dealing with is the loss of their guitars because there's some kind of internal conflict in the band and how they're trying to figure out to get him back but that's a mm-hmm. real that's a real issue because they really want him back you know what i mean because some some people you can't replace uh kk yeah. K- downing he's not mm-hmm. he's not replaceable i mean you just can't throw some yeah. studio guy in and you think you're gonna be okay on tour uh no so hopefully they can figure that out because kk we need you back man okay
0: yeah, Well, that's iconic lineup i mean they you know they um they, they were just they were awesome and they were incredible live so yeah they're they're another just a fantastic band and then, of course, you know, they were, it was always them. At one time, you had the two who were in competition with each other with them and Iron Maiden. And that's another band that doesn't, that just never stops. The Iron Maiden just, you know, I know. they'll always keep going in some form. Even if Bruce isn't there, they, they've they done it. They don't, they, you know. they, don't,
1: they don't care. I mean, he, his interview was, um, I'm ending this tour so I can get throat cancer surgery. And then when mm-hmm. my throat cancer surgery is done with, I'm going back on tour. And that's literally what the guy did.
0: Mm, yeah they're they're yeah they're they're a machine they're a franchise it's like they're not gonna you always know there's gonna pretty much be a mcdonald's uh you know with Iron Maiden and uh and and you know jews priests. they just uh they just keep on going i don't you know i don't i don't know and there's there's a lot of bands like that they have different you know the thing that annoys me is when the band has no original members. They just license the name. Yeah, that, well, I think, is That's ridiculous. what we're going to talk
1: about here next. Kiss. The worst, uh, the worst, the worst example of tiring and then coming back again. And I give them some credit in the sense that at least they're honest about it. Yeah, we're coming back for the money. Go to hell. Leave me alone. I'm, I'll see you in your, in your city later. That's literally what Gene Simmons says. But my the, problem uh, with, my problem with uh, them is simply this. Unlike another a lot of other bands where the album sales have gone down the tubes because of just the modern, you know, downstreaming and all that stuff, mm-hmm. Kiss doesn't have that same thing. Kiss is in a class by itself in that Kiss is one of the only bands that can actually continue to make a living just off of the merchandising of their stuff. They don't mm-hmm. have to be in concert. They don't have to release an album. They keep getting yeah. millions of dollars from merchandising. So they don't need to go out no. there. They still do. They're on boat tours. They're on triple and quadruple concert tours. You know, yes. They're all old as hell. And also, you know, I'm sorry. I'm more of an originalist when it comes to music. I don't like the idea uh, of Kiss having all these other people in the band and then just two original members. I understand that you're pissed off at Ace Frehley. Get the hell over it and get him back in there. Ace Freely is one of the great guitar players in rock and roll history, okay? And yeah. and I understand that Eric Hart died of cancer. God bless him. He was really cool, but I don't know why you can't get back the other guy. You know, come on,
0: Peter Chris. Yeah, you yeah. back,
1: Peter Chris. He was actually the yeah. only one who released a solo album in that band back in the days. That was actually good. I mean, come on, that guy knows what he's doing. But there's all oh. kinds of conflicts, and they're never going to get back together. So you're paying for a, a half a real band that, are, yeah. that pretty much hold you in your face that they're greedy. And you're going to see a couple of explosions. Gene Simmons is going to pick up his prostate from from the stage studio stage a couple of times during the concert. <laughs> stick it back in them with some crazy going and keep summing along. I mean, no, I don't think so.
0: Well, it's pretty easy when you lip sync. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm, and I'm, that you too, know.
1: God Almighty.
0: Yeah, I mean, they've been caught doing it. I don't, I don't care if people get mad. It's my thing. Is is that. What I was outraged, because I was a fan, I'm a KISS fan, I don't care people can get mad at me, I don't really care, they, the original lineup, um, when they had people going out there saying, well, it's a character, you know, the spaceman's a character, well, that's a character that Ace Freely created, and then they say, well, we own it, because Gene and you know, Gene's a very smart guy. And, uh, and and Paul both. But um, then they they get people to put the paint on and they say, well, this is the you know, the we're going out. This is the farewell tour. Well, then bring back the original members. The original members are alive and can still play music. So they
1: could probably use a buck, too, you know
0: what's the what's the issue i don't understand it gene and a lot of people say it's not i mean if we go through rumor mills and stuff like that and you read and even interviews because i'm a music geek uh a lot of people don't say that it's gene necessarily as much as it is paul who you know just listened to eddie trunk one time you know <laughs> he loves to go in there and they they really he knows how to sting them because he's really close with uh with uh ace and uh of course, Peter. But, um... I, I
1: I understand some of the conflict uh, because uh, yeah, it, it, it both a lot of people don't realize this at all. But both Gene and Paul, not only are they teetotalers, they're drug-free people, and they're absolutely <laughs> religiously fanatical against any of that sort of crap. So mm-hmm. you know, when you have other members who are you know flying all over the damn place, including Ace Freely, who's had multiple issues with that sort of deal, you know, I'm sure yeah. I'm sure that pisses them off, and and they feel that there's an unreliability there, and I'm sure that there is. But you know, mm. you got people now that are much older. I mean, Ace hasn't probably touched drugs in who knows how long. So Yeah, no, he
0: went to yeah, he went to rehab and has been sober. Yeah, like that his, was his so, big Yeah, you know? his
1: solo albums are great by the way too. I mean, his yeah. last couple is fantastic. So I mean, wow. I got that in the past, but you know, this is not the past anymore. You, you might want to try to get over that.
0: Yeah, I'm a big Ace Freely fan, and I did like his solo albums, and uh, so yeah, no, it's, it's just a ridiculous thing. And another thing is, just go out, they, they try to argue, well, you know, Peter's playing is well, you know, what, your lip syncing is so fantastic? It's like, you know, get over yourself. I, you know, Paul, Paul is just, no. <laughs> I just, I'm not a big fan. I would never pay that no, outrage. No,
1: I'm just really, really unhappy with with them as a band and their practice. It's just simply, it's unconscionable. And let me give okay. you guys some numbers. When you hear these numbers, okay, you you'll, you might start to thinking about what we're thinking and feeling the way we're feeling, okay? Mm. Right now, to pay for a ticket to see this fake-ass band, Kiss, okay, <laughs> it will cost you more than if you bought every single one of their albums even at today's prices that's how serious this has become it'll cost you 250 to see kiss you can actually spend less than 200 dollars to buy all their freaking albums since the beginning of of when kiss started to now that's how expensive this is becoming and that's how (laughs) ridiculous it is and guess what even their worst album the elder i know this is going to be controversial too bad i think it's their worst album okay even their worst album at least it's authentic compared to the crap you're gonna hear uh, on some soundtrack someplace. You know what I mean? Where uh, Paul Stanley's like, "Yo, man, I'm, I'm I could do 500 push-ups. Yeah, okay, but you can't sing a, a damn song without a soundtrack. Get the hell out of here."
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's ridiculous, and you know I think that the real true fans of the band. I mean, if they're gonna go out, if you're gonna sound rough, because what what I don't get, and this is what my always argument. You know, if you're going to lip sync, then you better play the uh, a complete bogus track. Instead, they play a background track that sounds like garbage. And it's like, wow, you can't even lip sync well. Like, how hard is it to play the accurate record? If it's going to be fake, let's make it completely fake. You know, and they're just, they're a different group of guys. And like I said, people get mad. I'm actually a Kiss fan, but I like the real Kiss, not the... Not the imitation, and, you know.
1: And, and that's, where we're at, that's where we're at on this, uh, folks. And, and John, you're, you're entirely correct. I think they're a perfect example of they understand that they can continue to sell their legend because they really can't sell their music anymore. And that that's really where mm. they're at. If you want to buy into that, be my guest. But, you know, I got a couple bridges I can sell your butt to. And it'll still be cheaper than the damn ticket that they're going to try to get to you.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's... They're, they're a strange lot, but then again, that shows a great, dedicated uh fan base because there are some people that do not care. They will pay and go out there, and as long as people are paying, they're going to keep going out there. And that's really you know? what it
1: is, yeah. So they have every right to do so, but uh, yeah. I, I caution you that uh, you can listen to something on Spotify from Kitson to be more authentic than the crap they're doing. So, you know, you have, you have <laughs> alternatives. You don't have to do this, but, you know, if you want it's your money. Try to have a good time, but, you know, the only thing real yeah. in that concert, all right, is the money you sent them because everything else is friggin' fake.
0: Yeah, I, I don't want to knock though. I, I had to say I don't really want to knock their their drummer who's playing Peter once. I don't understand because he's been with them for extremely a long amount of time. But um, and I don't know why, but it's slipping my mind. But he was with the band for you know, it, once uh Eric passed away, he was with them for a lot of good records. Uh, Revenge once was actually a. One that I actually really dig where they got a little bit heavier, Um, you know, so it's just I just don't understand it. And like I said, I don't believe in a band coming back and having and then selling it like the original because they do. They sell it as the original lineup once it's complete bogus. I mean, you know, it's like, yeah, I can tell you I can fly, but it ain't going to (laughs) happen. Yeah,
1: exactly. I understand. I understand the crap they say to the marketing people well we're not really selling the original band we're selling the original characters of the band but to me yeah. that's just that's just a bogus step aside from what you're really trying to do
0: No, yeah, that's right that's a lot of people don't know that my my character is owned by mark so when anything happens to me we'll have a replacement so i'm just like <laughs> <me>. <laughs> I,
1: I won't be able to get that laugh down from anybody so i might have to record that and put that in there That's all you gotta do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of bands, and there's a lot of bands we probably wish would retire, but we're not gonna go.
1: We should talk about that, okay? Uh, Okay. I added the third category and the one in the middle there on the ones that are retiring, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Now let's talk about people who should really retire, okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. We Uh we can say this in in a bad way, and then sometimes we can say this in a good way because you know there's a way to say this that's respectful. I say this about Ozzy with with the deepest respect. Ozzy, retire. Mm. I don't want to read about you breaking your neck some damn place. The same thing with Ellen John. At least I know he's really doing it. You should just really retire. Your family needs you. You, you, you probably should address your health a lot more than you do. Nobody nobody knows that you, you, you don't need the money. I mean, his wife has set them up so well with those concerts that have his name on it. He don't even have to tour anymore or do any damn thing. He don't have to release an album. He's doing just fine. You know what I mean? No. To try to figure out, maybe write a book about your life or something. That'll be interesting. What before you don't forget every damn thing, okay? But think about yeah. that really. Please retire, Ozzy.
0: Yeah, he actually did. I've got an autographed copy, so there you go. That's one cool thing in my collection. Uh, All right. <laughs> so he, he'll have to write another one. He's lived, he's done so much crazy stuff that you know he's. Uh, I love Ozzy, but yeah, there there does come a point. There are bands, of course, that uh, I, on a joking side, I don't mean this in any bad sense. If you love because music to me is never good or bad because you might hate something. But there's somebody out there that absolutely loves it. And if it helps them in any way in their life, make them feel better, whatever, then that's great. So I don't think music is good or bad. <laughs> but as far as a band that maybe I would like to see, maybe say, Okay, I think it's over and I'm gonna make this it's gonna might get you, but you know, because they're from a certain neck of the woods that you know about. Uh Bon Jovi, I would love to see <laughs> <laughs> I like to see, I mean, you know, I remember when he was into rock and roll before he started doing his country type thing and really can't sing. And, you know, oh, really? I mean, I don't know, <laughs> just personally, it's like, wow, wow, dude, you know, now he kind of looks like a hairdresser. And so, yeah, he's just, a uh, yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't really, no.
1: I don't really have a problem with what John is saying, even though I'm a New Jersey guy and everybody knows that Bon Jovi's a New Jersey band. I've <laughs> always liked them, but also, yeah. I haven't been so keen on them that I wouldn't mind seeing them retire uh, w- without their guitarist, who, by the way, seems to be marrying and divorcing uh, starlets by you know by the minute. I mean, this guy has more yeah. models on his arm than Tic Tacs in his mouth. Right? I know.
0: Uh, pro- they pro- they, pro- they, pro- they need him.
1: And, you know, everybody in the band is doing something different. Tico, the drummer, he's over there making vodka and making money off of that. Bon Jovi, (laughs) any given day of the week, you don't know if he's looking to be an announcer, an actor, a country singer, a cowboy, or a friggin' space astronaut. You don't know. So, I mean, maybe you should just give that up yourself because there's not many more good songs left in them anyway. And, you know, they had a good good run to it. And God bless them. (laughs) but yeah i i wouldn't you know I wouldn't mind uh, them going into the sunset, you know
0: i uh, i just I just enjoyed the, the the run at rock and roll when they were in the heyday and and it's not anything, and I'm not judging them like I said it's just I don't think it's good or bad it's just it gets to a point where you look at it and it's almost like a when you look like a parody. It's to me. It's I don't know. It's just something about it. It's you know, there does become a point of kind of ridiculousness, but everybody gets gets old. It
1: is. And I I don't want to try and sound superficial because, you know, I don't look the same (laughs) I did when I was my twenties So that's (laughs) fine. But I got to say this about Bon Jovi. okay he doesn't look (laughs) young anymore. I mean, when he's out there on the stage. I mean, can, dude, can I buy some life insurance? Because I don't know what the hell you're singing about, and I don't care. But you look like a damn insurance agent. I mean, he don't even look like a rock and roll anymore with his short hair, and he's got 900 wrinkles, and it's like, holy moly. Some people <laughs> don't age well. Uh, bon Jovi, you're not aging well.
0: Yeah, my mine is necessary when I've seen them perform. I just, uh, you know, it, it's not my thing. But then again, I've seen bands that are way younger that I'm sorry, but, you know, to me, they were never, and we mentioned one of them from Canada, uh, you know, I'm not talking about Rush. I'm talking about Nickelback. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. oh, you know, oh like God. you know, and I don't know why everybody seemingly dislikes them. I don't. I don't like
1: them at all because you know they are the Vanilla Ice of of Canadian rock. Okay, <laughs> straight fake. I mean, period. I mean, really.
0: Wow. Uh, to this, I to thought we gonna day, go. Let
1: me tell you something. A, and uh, Vanilla Ice has cut so many cultural problems that if I'm in a room with a bunch of black rappers. The first thing I'm saying is, I'm an Italian, and I don't like Vanilla Ice, okay? Let's talk about Dr. Dre. And I do that for my own security's sake, just as well as saying, I don't want to be part of this fake weirdo, okay?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, look, at, he's he's one that did quite well off of one hit. I mean, he's you know. He's doing something
1: different now with the video shows and the building the houses and fixing it. Uh, yeah, out. He's, great. he's doing wonderful. I, me and my wife are watch them. a couple of shows. Damn, Vanilla They're Ice is doing well. But just don't ever pick up a microphone again, please.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's, well, what do you mean? I mean, it's just such, it's such a great catalog. You know, you got a big catalog when you say, hey, here's my greatest hits, and they hand you like a single. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's, that's pretty much about it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's much about it. I mean, yeah. Now,
1: now going back to Motley Crue, I, I'm going to remind uh-uh. something of, uh, I don't even know if I'm reminding people. I think I'm more like educating them on this. A lot of people are not aware of this, okay? So mm. as much as I wouldn't mind seeing them retire, there's another reason why they're out there again. And, and this is something that is going to really, like, shock people, okay? Mm. Unlike every single band that we have talked about, or every single singer who are all in their 70s and mid-70s and close to 80, okay? Motley Crue is the only band in this group of being famous that are still in their 50s. A lot of people don't realize that they actually started in 1981. They're not a band that started in the 60s and 70s like a lot of these other bands. Hell, Tommy Uh -uh. Lee is only 56. He's only two years older than I am. So when they're talking in an interview about, man, other than, you know, Neil getting some of that fat off, we're ready to rock and roll. Well, they are. They're still pretty damn young yet for rock and roll people. So they can go out there, and unlike all that soundtrack crap, I I think they're going to put on an authentic show. I'm just not interested in seeing it. But uh, at least they're going to be out there. They're real. They're not going to be passing out and everything, and... You know, Vince. Once he gets himself together, I bet you he's going to do all right.
0: Yeah, no, uh, I mean, I, I they were they were great live, and of course, as a band, I mean, Tommy is a fantastic drummer. Um, you know, and and then like so then then there's some bands. Mention a band that's out there that not I'm not the biggest fan of bands having you know, but they can't help it because they've had two different singers and both have passed. Uh, you know, and I'm a huge fan of Stone Temple Pilots. But they're they're out there, and you look at it, and sometimes I think, you know, man, you know, like I, I love the band, but that is just with would you know with Scott, that was such a I don't know they was they did such great work.
1: Yeah, he was a yeah. hell of a singer. Just a just a tragic figure in rock and roll, and unfortunately, he, a stereotype that lives, you know, at one point and then died the same horrible yeah. way as so many of them. But he was a hell of a singer.
0: Mm-hmm. And then of course they they. Uh, replaced him i'm gonna say his name wrong but with chester um the guy from lincoln park at one time who ended up uh tragically and met suicide mm-hmm. so you know that it's just they've had such a bad history and a bad guy go- for a fantastic band because i'm a huge huge fan of a uh, stone temple pilots so it's like sometimes you wonder it's just like god but then again you know they keep they keep going out there and people want to see them they do have a new uh singer and um i don't know it's just weird but they're they're just covering hits of course i don't right. see them doing anything you know exactly you know and,
1: and as long as you could do that and if there's an audience you know it, it becomes you know less of an art and more just of a, you know a business ritual you know to you know make, mm-hmm. a, make a living and, and do something with your life and I, I don't really think anything's wrong with that per se on page you know i mean on the on the paper so to speak yeah. but you know, as a fan, I, I wouldn't be interested in a lot of this stuff. I mean, because I, I don't really see myself having to make all these, you know, arrangements to get to some place and put all this money out for, for, for what. It has to be something really authentic. It has to be something really special. And it really has to be something that, you know, right. is worth all of my while. And not only just in terms of money, in terms of everything else, too. Because I could cut a show, I could write some stuff. I go play ball with my kids. There's a hundred good things and productive things I could do than listening to some old fart. You know, what I mean, telling me some crap that I can hear on the radio in five minutes. You know, for free.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it, it's a little bit it's a little bit strange. And of course, now they there there is a problem with some bands that they're they're literally in court over who has the rights to to use the name. So several bands will be out in the road. I think. Yeah, i think there's like two versions of la guns out there yep yep <laughs> and, and i don't even care about the big first big. version
1: so two versions
0: are really pissing me off yeah i was gonna say i don't really know how many people were going insane about that but yeah it's just kind of weird Queen, to
1: me right had that unfortunately one of my favorite of all time bands is a real real heartbreak to have them split that way have a court decision yeah. that says well jeff tate the original singer he can still use Operation Mind Climb as a, as a name to promote his work for two years. And then after that, he has to go back to something else. And now Break has their own singer and almost everybody original of the members. And the last two albums they put out there have been fantastic.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do have a really good singer. That guy really, uh, that really
1: does a great job. He even sounds a bit like Tay, too.
0: Yeah, well, that that's another thing that bands do. It's if they can find somebody who you know can really mimic... Another singer that it does help, it gives them a the show, you know, because the vocal cords are different. It's not you can play guitar a lot longer than you can be a singer, and it's you know, it's just the truth. They accepted that the last
1: three, uh, that's four albums, they um, because you know, Udo went over to have his own uh solo mm. act, which is doing very well, which is very mm-hmm. funny, though, because uh, Udo's act, I swear to god, it sounds just like he accepts from the years ago, it almost sounds the same only he, that he's solo. But they got some singer, except from New Jersey. It's one of the bands I escapes my name. One of these days I'll remember it and I'll, I'll remind everybody. But this guy is <laughs> great. And um, he sounds a little like Odo, but he has, a, 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 I think, a more clear, modern type of voice. But uh, they're really doing fantastic work with the, with the new New Jersey singer. That's a band that's still out there that's not retiring. And they're doing really, really worthy work.
0: Yeah. There, there's a lot of them that are out there that are German, different. German, ver- band,
1: German band, by the way.
0: yeah yeah except was yeah there's a lot of good bands are out there and still touring and keeping at it and some we wish would (laughs) go on the shelf and others are you just they ain't going nowhere so it's ultimately up to them but yeah it's you know
1: now uh,
0: even though he's not rock
1: and i I always kind of like joked about him sometimes but he was a hell of a a singer and i think uh a songwriter but uh Barry mm-hmm. Manilow, I know you probably never thought you'd hear that name on this show, Or Metal Future. But uh, Barry Manilow is actually retiring because he had a lot of health problems as well.
0: Yeah. And, uh. and
1: that's another guy like, um, like Neil Diamond that had that kind of crossover hit uh, audience that people really liked him. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. and you know he could really play the piano and everything. And if you ever watch yeah. some of his concerts on on, on YouTube, especially, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that, that guy he, he he did a great job from from what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And if you remember back in the day, you know, you'd hear like a, a couple rock songs and a pop song, and then they threw off a few Barry Manilow things on it. So he was in rotation mm-hmm. on a regular basis for so many years. You know what I mean? That he was.
0: Yeah. 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 He was uh, And and starting out originally as uh, Bette Medler's piano player. Yeah. So there you go. We're going to throw names that don't normally get on here. Well, let's, we, let's we don't. But hey, go. you
1: know, um, Bruce Hornsby, you know, he was the keyboard player for. Um, uh, what was her name? Um, the the Scottish uh, girl. Now I, I don't know why it escapes me over there, but he played with her for a number of years. And he played with a lot of people, yeah. Yeah, and he before played. he had before he had his own band, he did a tremendous job. A really really great yeah. uh, piano player, and he's not bad. Yeah. He's not a bad singer either, actually. Who who would have thought? Because he never really did a lot of singing. He was just. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm just trying to remember her name. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right, Sheena Easton. That's right, the Scottish girl. Always loved her. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful woman. Had some really cool songs. Great voice. And uh, yeah, he was her. He was her keyboard piano player for like most of her solo career before he went on his own.
0: Yeah, well, there you if go. If you ever
1: see any Sheena Easton videos, you'll see Bruce Hornsby in the back there playing that the, the keyboard. Yeah, there's Young, a lot of it.
0: Now, that's how a lot of bands get going. there's there's so many bands that were part of other people's bands and and you know that ended up doing their own thing and that's you know, just how it goes. So, you know anytime talented people you know iron sharpens iron, so to speak. so yeah, that's that's you'll see that
1: well, this is gonna be our, our last show for the year of two thousand and nineteen. We'll obviously continue into two thousand and twenty. I want want to talk about a number of interesting topics with with John. Uh, I'd like to talk about uh, women in in rock and metal. That's going to always be a wonderful Mm -hmm. topic because there's a lot of really valid ones out there. You know, uh, Lita Ford and, you know, um, that chick from Warlock, you know, Adoro. Adoro. And and there's just a lot of wonderful ones out there. And they're still around to this day kicking butt and still bleeding beautiful, which we'd like to talk about some of the interesting aspects of – Maybe some mm-hmm. of the double standards and some of the more difficult things they have to deal with versus a guy in rock and roll. So I think that's going to be really interesting. I want to talk mm-hmm. about suicide and depression in metal and, and how that, that's affected a lot of uh, the bands. Uh, they're playing, they're living. And, of course, sometimes it fed right into some suicides, unfortunately. So that's going to be really interesting to talk about. And I want to also talk about. Uh, the resurgence of albums. I mean, I go to stores now, I'm actually seeing mm-hmm. albums again. I mean, I know they're just newly minted. They're not from the past, but they're albums yeah. because record yep. players are coming back for some some ungodly reason. So let's talk about yep. a little bit of that. That'll be kind of interesting because, you yep. know, um, Metallica never sounds the same when it's purely digital versus on a record. I don't know what something about a record, the needle making that crackling noise or there's just something more yep. gritty about it, but I swear to God, some albums like Pink Floyd sound better than when they were digital.
0: Yeah, well, especially when you do like the old classic headphones, you know, and just kind of get lost. Well, with Floyd, that's that's a thing. Yeah. Floyd, I just absolutely so, love it. It'd be fun to
1: have a show about that because uh, yeah. I I kept saying to myself for a while, well, maybe that's just some bullshit perception thing that people have. But then mm-hmm. when I started checking it out, I'm like, no, there, there's actually a difference. Yeah, vinyl. Yeah, yeah
0: vinyl's outsold CDs now. Yeah. That's absolutely. You get that once again. I'm like a statistics type nerd, but it's like, yeah, it's a, vinyl right now has become the thing. Kids really and people really dig albums. You know, I don't know and, how
1: it's gonna how long it's gonna last. Who the hell knows? Oh. if This is a fad or not? But it'll be a great topic to have next year because. It doesn't look like it's going away anytime soon. I, I went to Walmart the other day. I was checking out something for my uh, for my kids, and mm-hmm. I literally saw like a small aisle that had albums. That uh, literally, when I went back to Walmart like two months later, it, it, there's like fifty seven thousand albums there. I'm like, what the hell happened? It blew up. I mean, like it's a whole mm-hmm. album section now. That that could only mean that they're selling because you know how Walmart is. It, it, yeah. It, in two weeks, if that can of beans isn't sold, they throw it in the garbage. You never see it again. They don't play over there. So if albums no. are selling, then they're going to expand. That means that they're really being they're really being sold because Walmart would have got rid of that crap already. So it's a good yeah. it's a good thermometer on the on the culture at Walmart in some ways.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's uh it's becoming a, a thing, and and you know, and it's another thing is it's really encourages, and when you go and you see it up in like a Target and and uh, so, but and the main thing was a lot of it was rock and roll, and that's what's great to see. Because you know it's it's uh it kind of gets pushed aside sometimes by mainstream what they're pushing on radio, but it's like you know no, nah, it's always great to see real rock and roll still out there and still you know still connecting with a new whole new audience. And we, That's we awesome.
1: also want to talk about, folks. I want to have an episode because you know we, we me, and, me and John have glanced about this before, and, and sometimes it, it's a heartburn for us, and sometimes it's not. We're going to have different questions and doubts about it, and sometimes we and him don't even agree on this, but. I like to have a show and bring some examples. Foreigner would be a wonderful example of this, where what constitutes the band anymore? I mean, Foreigner has one original player and every damn body else is somebody else. And I don't mean one time. They've literally had five or six different sets of players to go out there. I mean, they haven't retired, by the way. So, what yeah. constitutes a band? We know we've talked about Kiss already. There's a number of bands out there where. I'm telling you, there's like one or two original people and everybody else is somebody else that you don't know and you don't care. Is it about their presence in your town? Is it about that those are the original songs they're playing that you love? And and, and when do you say uh, enough's enough? I mean, so it'll be interesting to hear. um, And I'm I'm hoping I get some questions on it, too, because maybe we can actually bring some email onto onto the show as well as talking about that to see what some of the fans might say about that. But I think it's something that's worthy to have a show about when is the band real anymore? When does it stop? When is it just about nostalgia? I think it'd be interesting to have a show about that.
0: Yeah, yeah, it definitely would be. There's, there's so many bands that that's, like I said, that's a big, big thing with me is, but who it's nowadays, it's really who owns the name. You know, If you own the name, you can go out there and have – it's just you. You could have been the keyboard player and right, not that's exactly really – Right, exactly what much. happened
1: with Foreigner. Mick Jones owns the name. He's the producer yeah. and the guitar player and the original only founding member, and, yeah. and that's what he's done. And uh, I read interviews with him where he just clearly said it, hey, listen, I can't control whether people stay staying or not. It's not like I'm scaring them away, but he goes, this is still my life, and I'm going to do my best to put a great show on for people to make it worth their buck and we're going to play all the songs they like, and, and hopefully they keep coming. When they don't, I'll give it up. So he was very manufactured about that. Now, there's still questions about whether you want to go to a show like that or not, but at least he was out out in the front with it. God bless him, he was straight about it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't, you know, I mean, you can argue with it, but it's his choice, and as long as people are showing up, they're going to be performing, so.
1: Yeah, exactly, but it's gonna be. I think it's going to be an interesting show. There's a number of bands that now fit this sort of category. Some of them mm-hmm. like kids we can make fun of. Others, like Foreigner, I mean, I don't like what he's doing, and I think it's kind of questionable, but I wouldn't make fun of him or, or, or be harsh on him. I mean, I understand what he had to say, and at least yeah, I, I felt he was noble by being just dressing it right away in an interview and didn't let it just meander around when you got to ask some questions and he's being defensive. He was straight up mm-hmm. about it. I mean, that's fine. I, I mean, I don't like it still, but, you know, you got to give him more respect for that. So that will be a very interesting show. So we got some cool ones coming up in the next couple of months. And I'm definitely uh, uh, excited and, and, and encouraged. Uh, don't forget, folks, that we do have our own um, website uh, for the, for this show, okay, at www.metal-future.com. I couldn't get just Metal Future. I'm sorry. Apparently, some of the people in the mining industries, they literally have that damn title, and I can't <laughs> buy them out. I just did that with Ariel where I literally had to practically go to court to get the damn title back from somebody you know, the domain as they call it, but I can't do that with metal future because, um, you know, the nickel and copper industry a billion dollars and I don't have a billion (laughs) dollars. So that's just the truth. The arrow chart, I was able to beat the hell out of this guy and he finally gave it back to me. So that worked out. All right. But, uh, it's a Metal Dash Future, so it's not too hard to, to, to remember. But it, we, we've got some really good banners over there. It really links about the shows. I'm going to put some okay. some digital interviews there as well. So not, not everything we have to do with audio. We could do some, some digital ones on people who don't really have the time to be on the show, but they have the time to answer some questions, and maybe we could put it on there. So that'll kind of fill in some of the interview voids as well on that. And it, it's it's been fun. The, the show's picking up. Um, we have a, a number of um record uh labels that have really been helping us uh, along to get some of their albums and some of their groups out uh mascot records uh they're now the new home for Ingve, and we did a review on them i think you did that actually cool Media. yeah and yeah. then uh pride and joy music out of germany they're doing some fantastic work rock shock records really have happened mm-hmm. happen on board pitch black i mean these are the guys that are doing the ultra metal type of stuff okay I'm serious. I mean, it, sometimes it just sounds like a, a meat grinder with, with, with a keyboard, okay? They don't be playing. Uh, but they're doing very interesting new things. So I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. We're going to have a few more that's coming on board that I'm working with as well that kind of give us some more um, uh, more more product to, to, to review. It's a new world, folks. I mean, because we're not getting albums and CDs anymore. It's literally they're sending you a downstream, and that's what you do. That's it. You know, you don't get right. anything physical anymore, and that's how you review it. And oftentimes, even the press stuff is in that way. They give you a PDF with it. They give you some digital photographs of what the people look like, and and maybe even a poster that you can print or, or maybe attach to your computer or something. I mean, that, literally, that's all you that you get. That's that's the new world we live in. We'll probably want to have a show about that too. Just to, you know, to, to I guess reflect on that versus you know the way it used to be in, in, in you know in, in the old days. But those days. They're gone, and they're not coming back. You know, what I mean, no one's giving you press credentials to go to a concert, and giving you, uh, you know, a, a bar pass. So you can have three drinks on them, and everything. These things just don't happen anymore. I talk to people that mm-hmm. that used to be the life, but that, that isn't anymore. Record labels are, are, are small, and they got to be smart with what they do. And and the bands, yeah. they, The only time they really make money is when they're touring. They, they don't make very much money. From records, albums, CDs, anything. Hell, hell, most of them don't even make money from merchandises anymore. I mean, there's very few of them do that. So, you know, um, that's the world that we live in right now. The music is still out there. It's still bands are going out there wanting to do this because there's, you know, there's such an allure, and also because you got so many people that have been influenced by the the bands that we know from the past, and you know, they they catch that fever and they're, and they're out there doing something, and you hope they're going to do something that's new that we can. We can talk about, but I always encourage them and and thank you folks for being so supportive of such an unusual show. Uh, Next year, I'm more committed to have a lot more episodes than we had this year, but I've I've had uh, so many problems between uh, technical issues and my health. And then also sometimes it took a while to get to get uh, some of these record labels on board. I mean, just because you talk to somebody and just because they say that they want to work with you. It doesn't mean they suddenly pour a bunch of <laughs> albums on you. I mean, I talk to, talk to people say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get stuff like three months later. I'm very happy and I'm very grateful. I'm not making fun of them. But what the hell am I going to do in the meanwhile in the three months? Well, not make a show because unless yeah. they're talking about something else, I can't do too much reviews or anything because I don't have anything to review. So it's only the last couple months. We're starting to get some stuff that's regular. And I think like that's going to continue. And I guess it just took a little while to start. But uh, I'm expecting uh, 2020 to be uh, uh, an exciting and, and productive year on this front. So thank you. John, thank you for sticking with me on the whole thing. Uh, I know it's uh, <laughs> really your cup of tea, but it doesn't mean you had to stick with me. And, and as usual, you, you're shown to, to be uh, uh, not only a talented fellow, but an honorable man. And uh, that's a lot to say in this day and age, man. Thank you.
0: Oh, well, you're welcome. And I always enjoy talking music and, you know, everything else, buddy. So, no, no problem. Thank you.
1: All right, folks, until next year, be safe out there. You want to drink on New Year's Eve? Drink. Just (laughs) be safe. Take a cab. Go with somebody else back home. Go crash at a friend's house or something. But don't do anything dumb out there so you can actually be around for 2020, okay? Because your family needs you. Hell, I need you on the show, okay? For real, I need you listening. And there's no reason to to let a a good time go bad, all right? So please keep that in mind. All right, folks, God bless. Until next time, Metal Future, Mark Anthony Rossi and uh, John Patrick Robbins.
0: Adios. Don't forget to follow the show. Leave your comments and click over to our site, metal-future.com, for the latest metal album reviews.